One of them would be additional electric fencing. And in, as part of the Chicago area canal system, there are electric fences already. And what they are is really cables at the bottom of the canal that then allow electric current to go up through the water. And when the carp swim up towards that current, they get shocked, they don't like it, and they turn around. And then they're also looking at um, some bubbles, basically. So when the when the lock would open for ships to come in, they would blast out air that would create bubbles that would then, and also some sonic activity that would um, that, the, that the carp don't like and that they would turn around. So there's a, a series of different steps that they're trying to do to keep them from getting closer to Lake Michigan. Why are Asian carp a threat to the Great Lakes? Well, so these are species, they're, they're the big head and silver carp, which we commonly call the Asian carp. The silver carp are the ones that people may have seen on, on videos jumping out of the water when they get scared up by a propeller. Um, and then the big head carp are very large fish that can grow to be you know about six feet long and, and a couple hundred pounds, so they can be really big fish. Um, so these, these carp were introduced into the United States intentionally uh, back in the 1970s to um, help with cleaning algae and other things out of fish farms, so catfish farming and that type of thing down in the southern United States. Also, as part of waste treatment plants, they thought this was a green solution. Hey, we're going to use these carp to help eat waste. Well, there were some historic floods back in the, they think, the early 90s when these fish actually got out into the Mississippi River. And since that time, they've been making their way north. And as you mentioned, there's now this artificial connection between the Great Lakes and the Mississippi River. Fans of history will, I'm sure, remember that back in the 1890s, the city of Chicago decided to reverse the Chicago River to flow towards the Mississippi to deal with all of their sewage and waste from slaughterhouses and everything, because what was happening is that waste was getting into Lake Michigan and was contaminating their drinking water supply. So um, that, that actually is when we connected the Great Lakes to the Mississippi River, which up until that time were distinct watersheds, distinct drainage basins where species couldn't easily transfer back and forth. How are these carp different from those that we already have in the Great Lakes? Yeah, so the concern with these carp is that they are um, voracious eaters. Um, they're not native to this area, and they do not have any natural predators or really any way to keep them in check. So there are parts of the Mississippi River where these carp make up over 80% of the biomass, meaning of all of the aquatic life living in that river, over 80% is carp. And so the, the, the concern is if they get into the Great Lakes, that they could take over our native fisheries and our native fisheries here, they generate a lot of money. You know, we're talking um, seven, eight billion dollars annually between commercial and sport fishing in the Great Lakes. And it is apparently not as fun to hook a carp as it is to hook a walleye, right? It's just a different type of thing. But the concern is that they would harm the ecosystem. They would eat the smaller organisms that the feeder fish depend upon that then our sport fish in the Great Lakes eat, and so you would eventually just collapse the fishery. Well, what damage have they done uh, in the Mississippi River system? Right, so they have outcompeted native fish. Um, they have uh, basically taken over certain areas of the river, and the, the solution at that point, once these fish have come in and taken over, is really overfishing, you know, trying to net them out, or they've actually you know poisoned the fish in certain areas to try and get rid of them. But it's, it's just... As we have learned with things like the sea lamprey in the Great Lakes and the zebra mussels and the quagga mussels, once they're in and they're established, these invasive species are almost impossible to eradicate. So the idea is to keep them out, prevent them from coming in, and just really wreaking havoc within the native ecosystem, which is what they've already done in the Mississippi River.